Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Callum. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it just makes me laugh when you say it like that. I know. Um, how are you? Very well, how are you? Good. What have you been up to this week? Uh, not a great deal, to be honest. I know what I know what you were up to, which we'll, which I'll have to bring in at the beginning. I know you've been watching cricket again, haven't you? Uh, not not live at Old Trafford, but you've been watching the Test match, haven't you? Because you've got to love him with Virat Kohli, haven't you? Just think he's ace. <laughs> in rugby league terms, he'd be a grub, wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's ace. Is that why you like him? Yeah, he's, he's just always grub. telling the crowd to shush and stuff. It's great. He run, when they get one out, he runs around with his finger in the air. He runs around <laughs> like he's bowled it. It's great. <laughs> Everyone hates him, but I love him. Uh, but he is—he is a proper grub, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, without doubt. I think we—I think we've got a few grubs on the show tonight, haven't we? When we're talking about <laughs> yeah. some some certain players and things. yeah, we've not got anybody on the phone. Uh, well, good job I said that. Yeah. Isn't it, really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Our new guest. Yeah. <laughs> but we have got—we um, have got Bobby on. Yeah, he, I suppose he's a grub in his own way. Yeah. But yeah, we have got him on doing the stats. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got on tonight? Oh, we've got um, Super League preview. Um, rivals round. Yeah. I'm excited about rivals round. We have. We, um, <laughs> Super League um, review as well, I should say. So we'll start off with Super League review. Then we're going into uh, stats, bit of news, NRL. And then the, the rivals uh, preview. I'm quite excited about that, really. Yeah, it's good. I just, uh, I just wanted to make a fuss about it, mm. you know. Like Sky make a fuss about, it. and Sky seem to make a fuss about everything apart from us. Yeah, and yet nobody else really does a rivals round, do they? No, that's right. No, so. and that's where, and I think that's where the NRL get it right as well, where they have women in league round, they have rivals round, retro round, yeah, um, men of league or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, um, indigenous round. Yeah, yeah, they get it right with that, and so they can make a they can make a play and everything, and maybe that's what maybe that's what we should be doing as well. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. We just need to make a you know bang that drum and make a noise about it. Sky would probably have something like cloth cap and whip it round. Yeah, <laughs> bring your dog to the match. Yeah, <laughs> in your brown suit. Mm. Yeah, well, I think. We need to show people that's not what we're about in it. And... But I, I went for a job interview once. Right. And they had this, like, what I thought was like a really nice brown suit on. Right. <laughs> and they had this, like, oh, anyway, I'd realised that when I went back out of the room, I'd forgot me, um, uh, me memory stick thing for um, that I was doing a presentation for. Anyway, well, so I went back in, knocked. And they're all bursting out laughing, and I found out afterwards that they were laughing because most of them, most of them were like Midlands and Southern, and they were sort of laughing because he was like, "Could he be any more Northern?" <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Oh dear. Because I had a because I had a brown suit on, and like I was Northern. And you don't eat jelly deals or something. Exactly. Yeah. They were you go in with the chips yeah. and gravy. Yeah, they were all laughing at me. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Isn't it? Anyway, so, 
Anyway, we are now on episode 25, quarter of a century old. The LFP is a quarter of a century old. I know. It's gone quickly. That's pretty good, then, isn't it? Yeah, 25 weeks, yeah. Yeah. So, and we start off with something that hasn't happened in 30 years, and that's Castleford winning away at St. Helens. 20 yeah. points to 10. Mm. What did you make of that one? I thought it was a bit scruffy, to be honest. The old game was a bit scruffy. Um, thought there was there, there didn't seem to be any flow to it. I thought. I, I, I'm going to say something really harsh now, right? It's part of that because the referee's too fat. <laughs> uh, who was it? Ben Thaler. All oh, right. <laughs> I mean, he's had a good lockdown, that lad, hasn't he? Yeah. What no, what, what I mean is, if you're not fit enough, then if you allow players to hold on a bit extra or have a bit, you know, while you get your puff back. Mm. I bet he hates that six again, real. Yeah. It's constant. <laughs> You've got it. Oh, yeah. We'll give a penalty. You know what? This game brought home to me. The, it did for me. I know the, um, um, the ridiculousness of six again. Yeah. Yeah, because and it and it's more obvious, I think, in some games than others. But and I, and it made me watch all over the weekend on different things with a purpose to this. And teams are coached now that when they they take a long kick up field, fullback brings it back, or the winger brings it back, and they get to their own thirty, get to their own thirty, and then they tackled. Yeah, but then half the defending team are now not back with play. Because of this long kick, mm-hmm. so they haven't they haven't run up as quick as they all of them like they can't. So then they hold down longer, and the only thing that happens to them is then they get held, they get uh, they get pinged for being uh, for holding down. But instead of a penalty, it's a rook infringement, and it starts again. Yeah. So they're quite happy, in effect, to to then hold for seven yeah oh yeah absolutely and I think it and you see it more and more and more in every game now that's on yeah the the, the rule and the, the idea of the rule is good I think you know if we're talking about wanting to increase the speed of the game but you have to do it in the right areas of the field I think so there's either it, you can't have a six again on the first tackle that's what I would do or you can only have six again in between, say, the 30s. I would say side. the opposition half. Yeah. And there also has to be some sort of... Yes, but if you're at the you end, know, 20 the, yards out, yeah, you want a penalty to take two. Yeah, you can't take it. No. If they're holding down, yeah, it's a six again, and you want to take the two, you can't do that. Yeah. So... I think maybe something like only in between yeah. 30s. Or just scrap it. Or just scrap it, yeah. Because if you're talking about having to make three different adjustments to a new rule, mm. it's obviously not working. Yeah. No, I I, I think the idea's there. I just don't think it's been in. in and I'm not quite sure how well. you implement it properly. No. Because like I said, if you're on the 30, then you set up for another six... All of a sudden, you're starting then from your stat new set on the halfway, at least, mm. if it's a penalty. Yeah. And then teams wouldn't do it. No. No, they wouldn't. So I think 
it either needs to change or they need to scrap it. But, you know, in terms of this game, I think you could really see it. Um, I think especially from um, a, a cast point of view because they were just trying to slow Saints down and, you know, it worked for them and, you know, well done to them. I think they had a tactic and they went there and they come away with the two points, so they're not going to be bothered, are they? No, not at all. And I think, like you said, I think it was uh, it was a scruffy game. Castleford won't be bothered about that in the, in the slightest. No. Um, uh, there's a couple of things from it, I think. We've said it before. The I would say sometimes the... Lack of entertainment from a team that's won two won back to back super leagues mm. and now a Challenge Cup. Yeah, again, that, again in that match, it really come sort of at home that there was just no shape to them. They were just one up all the time. They didn't. I don't remember seeing um, somebody running a line or any dummy runners or it was just literally just like get the ball from from Roby at nine and. Hammer it up. It's a team built on defence. And if you stop Alex Wormsley, you pretty much stop saying. Well, that was that was the the notable thing that we saw, wasn't it? That we commented on during the game. Yeah. That because um, Wormsley had scored, hadn't he? Yeah. And then it was like, well, let's try it again then. Yeah. And again, they didn't have a plan B there at all. No plan A is give it to Wormsley, and if plan A doesn't work, plan B then is give it to Wormsley or Parsley. <laughs> yeah. But so I, I, it's a team. It's a team built on defence and one-up rugby. Yeah, and you know it's worked for them, but it can be um, countered. Can't work forever. No, can't um, work forever. And then the big talking point from that game was the making some red card. What did you make of that one? Well, at first, at first glance, um, I didn't think there was that much in it at first glance. But um, then you look at it. Everything looks worse when you put it in slow in, in slow motion. Mm. Everything looks worse on a replay because there looks to be more time that has elapsed in between the pass and the hit. Um, but if he's if he's gone in and there's no arms and he's made contact with the head, then there isn't a lot of argument. No, I don't think there is a lot of argument. Um, I'd be interested to see, you know, if Evels would have got straight back up. And I'm not saying he stayed down to, to make the no, point. No, I don't think he did for one minute. No. I'm just, you know, just saying, if he could have got straight back up, would he have been sent off? Because mm, he was played on and... Yeah. Unless he'd have been sighted. Oh, would he have, yeah. well, would he have been sighted? Yeah. Don't know. But... Interesting bits as well. Danny Richardson um, was fighting back in social media. Did you see that? I think I saw little bits of it. Because uh, the crowd were giving him some stick, weren't they? Because he, he used to play for Saints. Yeah. Um, and then he was giving them back at the end and the crowd didn't like it. No. But if you if you give it out, you've got to be able to take it back. And, you know, fair play to him. It's, it's, a, it's a big moment for him going back to his old club, getting stick off the fans and then being able to give a bit back at the end. So, Yeah, I've not got a problem with it. No. And um, the other news from that this week is that um, Saints have uh, supposedly offered um, a two-year contract to Conrad Hubble, haven't they? Uh, yeah, apparently. It doesn't make much sense to me when you think about it. They've got, uh, they've just signed Will Hopawate. You can play, you know, centre, full-back. Um, Christian Wolves come out and said that Jack Walesby will play full-back next year, so you would think that Hoppo, Hoppo Arty would 
play at centre, and then their other centre is Mark Percival, who I think is better than Conrad Overall anyway. Mm. There keeps being these rumours that he's going to play second rower, but I think there's a reason he... Yeah, but I think there's a reason why he hasn't played second row, because he can't. Mm. I know he's a big lad and everything, but just because he's big doesn't mean he can play second row. Maybe it's one of those things that, like, oh, well, he's Tongan, so... I think that's what it is. I think it's sort of... Wolf uh, Wolf must want him because he's like, Tongan. Yeah, oh, he's Tongan and he's Tongan coach, so he must be going there. Yeah. I just I don't know. It doesn't make much well, sense and I just can't well, see it happening. Well, there is a cap on overseas players and you can't just have the whole Tongan team, can you? I don't know. Do they come under that? I or? don't know. Is it the coal pack thing yeah. or something like that sometimes? I'm not quite sure. I don't know, but unless there's somebody leaving, Regan Grace, there's rumours that Regan Grace is going to... Uh, rugby union, isn't but even that's not. A, but that's not a rip, unless they play. A yeah, but if they put Hopawate on the wing, ah, oh, right, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. I don't know. I, that's just something I've just thought of then, but I, I can't see it being true. If I'm being honest, no, I can't. Um, Castleford, though, Davil Powell a couple of weeks ago said they needed to win the last, I think five of the last six games or something to have a shout at the playoffs, mm. and then all of a sudden they've beat they've beat Warrington mm. and beat Saints, yeah. Um, when really they looked pretty much down and out, really, after the cup final, really. Yeah. You know, we said in the past that they put all their eggs into that cup basket and now they're making a real push for it. I'm not sure who they've got, you know, left after Wakefield, but um, they've got a chance. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, That sixth spot is now becoming really interesting because... Another team that's fighting for it but has dropped off in form is Hull FC. They really have. And they suffered another defeat this uh, this weekend. Um, 31-16 at the hands of the league leaders, Catalan Dragons. Yeah, and yet they were in the game. They were winning at half-time, Hull. Yeah. Um, and and we're, you know, really in the, in the game for a lot of... For the majority of it, but they've lost four on the trot now. Hull, and it's not a good time of the year to start to start being in that bad form, is it? No, not at all. I mean, when Maloney drops the goal, that's to make it seventeen sixteen. Yeah, and then they go and score three tries. Yeah, so they really did fall apart there at the end. Yeah, um, what a player he's been as well, James Maloney. Yes, um, announced his retirement at the end of this season, hasn't he now? How much will Catalans miss him? Um, a, a huge amount, I would have thought. Um, obviously, depending on who they can bring in, but he's you, been instrumental for them this season. You just know, don't you, with Catalan Dragons, that they're going to they're gonna replace Maloney with some sort of like-for-like player mm. from the NRL that's coming towards the end of his career, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing surer. That, I don't think. No, they seem to get big names in, don't they? I'm trying to think of it might it might be. I can't think off the top of my head who, who would be in the uh in the reckoning for that. But definitely uh, definitely some Oh yeah. Without doubt. You know, some sort of like thirty five year old Cameron monster or something. <laughs> uh I'd take it. Yeah. But they're definitely gonna be in that in that uh 
ballpark, I think, aren't they? But yeah, what a player he's been and, and made a massive difference to the Dragons as well in the time he's been here. I don't think it's any coincidence that he's there and they're now top of the league. I know they've probably been building, but I think he's been that sort of missing piece. Yeah, and, we, and we've said before about attitude as well. And he's, he's, he's a, just he's a, a leader, isn't he? And I think he's a leader on and off the pitch. Yeah, he just wants to win. And Yeah, he's not one of the cheese and wine brigade, is he, I don't think? No, not at all. He's, he's been magnificent for them and he'll be a big miss to, to Super League and to Rugby League. Yeah, yeah, he's been, a, been an excellent player. He's had an excellent career. Excellent he's, career. He's going to end up as one of the um, uh, touchline reporters, isn't he, for the, uh, <laughs> on, on Fox or something, isn't he? Where, he might you know, be. Let's go down to James Maloney. Yeah. yeah. We've only got one. <laughs> Bill Arthur. I don't even think he does it anymore. We, they just send that Jenna Brooks now, <laughs> yeah, don't they? Do. Let's get down to Jenna Brooks, who's at every game. Yeah. I mean, she probably loves it. She probably yeah. loves going to... But give her an hand, do you know what I mean? Send someone else. <laughs> um, Let's get down to Beaky. They used to do that, didn't they, Graham Beecroft? Yeah. Who was on... Um, thingy, when he... What's, what's the other programme he was on? Oh, um, The Breakfast Show with Alan Brazil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get down. Let's get down to Beaky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the other team that's in the mix for that sixth spot, uh, the opposite in form to Hull, and that's Leeds. Yeah, um, and they again stormed to victory this week. Leeds forty-six, Lee ten. Yeah, uh, not a surprise. No, quickly bounced back, didn't they? Um, from the defeat last week and just sort of running out of words for Lee without being without too swear, disres- without, without being, swearing yeah without being too disrespectful well worse news isn't it that they've and now that relegation is back on yeah another 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 today in rugby league where we now have a a discussion about the structure and a discussion about relegation like with about 8 weeks left in the season yeah. yeah, what? Only in rugby hey, league. Hey, you've rules up before the start. You said you were going to do relegation, top six, and points percentage. Yeah, to so do it. So stick to it. To so do it. Don't be telling Lee. Oh yeah, we're not going to relegate you. Sign them. them sign them sign from on, the Gold yeah, Coast. Sign all the Titans <laughs> players. And there was another one, wasn't there? I think, but not coming them now, are they? I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. The thing is with Lee. I mean, in one sense, I feel a little bit sorry for him because. They didn't even win promotion. No. But they put their hand up to, to do it. Exactly. So, and they, and everyone had to put presentations in. And I saw, you know, we all saw the presentations that were coming in from each club. You know, they had York put a, a fantastic promo, uh, uh, presentation together, didn't they? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Bradford Bulls had um, Nigel Wood at the Buffy table. <laughs> so they all, they all put their own little... Mark on it, didn't they? Yeah, and 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 even Toulouse and that put their at you know hand up. But I know what you're saying. I, I don't I don't have any sympathy really for the the, the club, um, because they've put their hand up and said, yeah, we're ready to do that. I do feel a little bit for the players, um, just because you know have been there and lost every week and stuff. And, and they're trying. It's not nice. And they are trying. There's no, you know, I don't think anybody can question the their effort or the commitment, to, you know, to trying to win. But at the end of the day, it's just not good enough. No, and as a team, 
and they probably felt ready, you know, yeah. as players. They probably, yeah, well, we you back yourself, compete. don't you? Obviously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, they won't be spending the full salary cap, I wouldn't imagine. No. And therefore, the team's probably not as strong as uh, a lot, you know, well, everybody else it's proving to be, isn't it? But what about Leeds? Uh, yeah, really. Second half of the season have, have really. Um... Really, um, there was, I mean, your mate, Brad Dwyer. Yeah, um, scored a, a try that I thought was reminiscent of Rob Burrow's try in one of the grand finals. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I just wrote Brad Dwyer again. Yeah, that was all I wrote down. But that try was very much the same one, very very similar yeah, to in, um, in the Rob Burrow's try and diving and yeah, the, the at Old Trafford. And, yeah, it really just reminded me of that when it when he went over. Yeah, he's a good player, but. I also wrote down wet paper towel defence from Lee. Have they won the award this week? I think so. You could give it to him every week, to be honest, but I just thought some of the ones this week were they, particularly bad. They can't win it. See, they, see I, hadn't, I hadn't given it to them this week. The wet paper towel defence award hadn't, hadn't come out for me yet. It, it, goes to the, it goes in the NRL this week. Right. But I, I, I get what you mean. Um, Cruz Lehman impressed me. Yeah, he... He looks really good, and I think he's played a bit of six in that, hasn't he? Yeah. I think he could have even been playing six in this game, because Luke Gale didn't play, did he? No, he think. didn't, no. Um, so, Louis and uh, Lehman, I think. But, um, yeah, he, I I think he's excellent. He's been yeah. a real good signing for Leeds. Yeah, and I think Tom Briscoe was on the score sheet, wasn't he, as well? Yeah. It just, uh, you just next direct him to do a roly-poly now, though, every time he... It should just be a celebration, shouldn't it? He should just put the ball down and then just roly-poly. <laughs> Raising some money for the Mossy Masai Foundation. Yeah. Yeah, just like an imaginary roly-poly. Yeah. I like it. Um, uh, an interesting game was uh, Wakefield 28, Warrington 22. Very interesting game. Uh, Wakefield off to a flyer and were absolutely coasting, weren't they? Twenty nil up, they were. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, nice to see Tom Johnston go the length of the field. Do you know what? There's, there was a few length of the field tries. There was, I, yeah, in, there in was Super a, League this week as yeah, a whole. There was two in this game. Yeah, and, and I, I noticed that with the games that I thought there's a lot of tries being scored from inside your own half. There was. Two in this game, the Greg Eden one late in the Saints. There were yeah. two Mavarave did it yeah. um, against Catalan. Um, there was one in the Salford game. I think the Reese Williams one. Yeah, um, which we'll come on to obviously. But so I was, I looked at it this week and thought, on the field, I thought this week was a really positive week for rugby league. Yeah, because I thought our games this week in Super League as a whole were better than the NRL. Yeah. More entertaining. I thought the skill factor was there. Really positive. We like to say from tries from their own half. You know that that should have been a real sort of like sky highlights reel. I, I leading think into so. the leading into the rivals round this week. Yeah, I, I think so as well. That and should be your. That should have been their promo mm. for this week. Yeah, those, those tries. Yep. Instead of that, it's stuck on YouTube with no commentary somewhere. Yeah, for a three-minute video. Yeah, but I, I thought that, that should have been it. Anyway. Wakefield 28, Warrington 22. And then before you know it, it's um, uh, 26-22, isn't it? Mm. Well, there was a length of the field as, as well in this one. Um, uh, Lee Kershaw 
the world's... That's what I said, there was two. Oh, there was two. Well, Kershaw got it. He was like the world's oldest looking winger, isn't he? Yeah, he was like 20 or something, but he yeah. was 40. Yeah. Yeah. Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Button goes the length of the field. <laughs> Benjamin Button of Rugby League. Yeah. I like it, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, they were, you know, 20 and And that line I'll try, there was some great offloads in yeah, that. Was, in yeah. the, I think it might have been the first try of the second half. Yeah. Um, and then Warrington decided to start playing. Yeah. Um, Williams got his, his first try. Um for Warrington. Um, Blake Austin scored his standards winger try. Did you see that? They I didn't. Back I must... on the, out, they went back to the outside, but Blake Austin was stood it. on the wing. I did see it, yeah. Yeah. Proper wingers try that. Yeah. Well done, Blake Austin. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the, the, to be honest, Warrington really did well to get back to 26, 22. And at that point, it's one of them, in it, where you, there was still quite a bit of time left as well. Yeah. It wasn't 26-22 with like, oh, we need to score off this last set. Mm. Because Wakefield then got a penalty, didn't they, to push it out to a converted try. Yep. Um, and they didn't get. So at that point, you're thinking, oh, hang on a minute, this is they've really got some momentum and got, got plenty of time left to, yeah. to snatch it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm not sure what time the the last penalty was to make it 28, 22, but that could have just took the sting out of it. Um, I think it did, didn't it? But yeah, but you, you, you're right. Um, but Wakefield, after parting, a, a good win after parting company with uh, Chris Chester earlier in the week, couldn't have asked for a better result, really, could they? And I think we said, um, I remember saying last week when we were doing the preview that you know a lot of teams sort of get a win after sacking the coach and, and, and do better for a few weeks, but Warrington will have too much. Yeah. But fair play to Wakefield, you know, the to go twenty nil up and then and then hold out is um really good for them. Well they had seven minutes left Warrington after they made it twenty six twenty two. Right. And then Lino's uh, conversion was right on the hooter. Right. So but even so, seven minutes to, to get a try and a goal would have put them in. Particularly when you've from, come back from... From 20 nil down, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, good win uh, good win for uh, Hull Kingston Rovers. 24-14 against Wigan. Very good win. Very good win. We've said it for weeks now, but the style that the Hull KR play with is excellent. Oh, I've noticed everybody else jumping on this bandwagon yeah. now. I think you'll find we were the first to say, <laughs> although it doesn't look as good now when you say it, that they were the Parramatta Heels. Yeah. But Parramatta were playing well at that time, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. But we've said it. We've said that all season. That they, and, I, and I think sometimes, it, I, I, is it an indicative trait, if you like, of a Tony Smith team? Uh, yeah. Were, were, were Leeds the same? Were Warrington the same? Yeah. You know? I mean, he's done well wherever he's gone. Were Great, were great Britain the same? Yeah, I think he's done well wherever he's gone. He's you know started off at Uddersfield, I think, didn't he? And mm. um, he moved on to Leeds, and Leeds were he was at Leeds for many years, but they were a right force when he was there. Mm. Warrington surprised he didn't get over the line, won a few challenge cuts, but surprised he didn't get over the line in the grand finals. Uh, took him to a couple of them, didn't he? And now you know, look at him at, at UKR. Yeah, excellent coach. Yeah, definitely gets the best out of. Players, Dunny, but 
from a Wigan point of view, it's not looking very good. And I, if I was, you know, if it was a Wigan fan, I don't think I'd be feeling very confident coming into this rivals round. No. But yeah. We saw him once, didn't we? Walked behind, he walked with the car, he walked to the car with us, didn't he, at Cardiff after a magic weekend once, didn't he? Yeah. Tony's me. They're unassuming, just, yeah, just, walking, just walking there, us. just chatting and just, just, um, because it was at the time, a little bit like if like, Alex Ferguson had just walked out the ground if it was a football thing. Yeah. He'd be mobbed, wouldn't he? Yeah. Mm. Um, what I've always thought with Tony Smith teams is that they've, Always got a better chance of lifting the Challenge Cup than they have of the Grand Final. Yeah, one-off games, you you you're really really dangerous. But they've got there to the Grand Final, so you yeah, could you argue tr- that true. that is a one-off game. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Obviously, they, you play X amount of games. You, to, you know where I'm coming from. I though. know what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. In a knockout competition, they seem more dangerous. Whereas over a season, yeah, they might not finish league leaders and therefore get the get the the best route to the grand final. Mm. They might finish third or fourth and just come up short because of where they've finished in yeah. the league. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Whereas in a cup, in the in a cup competition, in a challenge cup, you think actually, yeah, you know, yeah, you um, don't want to play them. And no. I don't think anybody at the minute really wants to be playing Ulkar, do they? No, not at all. Um, I don't think Hull will be feeling very confident no. either. It's but offload after offload. It's... Albert Vette looks great. I yeah. thought he had a great game. Um, but the style they play, and they go sixteen nil up, and yet Wigan, when they get the ball out wide, score. Yeah, Marshall got two tries. Bibby yeah. had a great finish for yeah. for Wigan's first try. Yeah, and I was going to point out. I'm not sure whether it was his first or second try. One of Marshall's finishes was fantastic. I think it was his first. Oh, second, he, second finish in he the was corner. Yeah, well outside the pitch. Yeah, I know it was like you know we get these every week. These wingers tries now every week, don't we? We get used to it, to be honest. Yeah, but that was even special. I thought was even special for one of those type of finishes. Yeah, I thought it was. So I don't know why they don't do it more often. I really don't. We, and we've said that before. When they get the ball out wide, they're dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also news coming from the Wigan camp this week that Thomas Lulawai might be out for the rest of the season as well I think that's a bigger blow in the big picture than perhaps I mean he's obviously way past his best now isn't he Yeah. but as a leader yeah. as a captain off the field and that's probably a bigger blow to Wigan than perhaps it even is on the field yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it might not just be for the season. That might be his career. That he might have played his last game there in a yeah. Wigan shirt, man. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's he's been a great servant to to Super League, and yeah. you know, as well as Wigan. Um, yeah. So hopefully, you know, if he does another year, or he can make the re- you know the, the the back end of this season, but it's not looking very good. So no, that's right. Um, and then finally. This week, um, Salford eighteen, Huddersfield twelve, I, and just I just thought this game was a a real grind. It was similar to um, the one that they had the week before Salford. Um, in in terms of there was a lot of penalties, a lot of the points came from uh, penalties. Will Price got three penalties. Mm. Um, for Huddersfield, they only managed to get one try. Yeah. Um, and then um, uh, Chris Ninu 
pushed out, uh, pushed a penalty, which was which was in the end again the, the match winner, if you like, because it pushed it out to a six point game. Yeah. And even that, there was still twenty minutes left when he put that in. Yeah, it was just um, it was probably the dullest game of the week, but. You know, you get games that are in really heavy conditions. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. That's how it came across. Um, but that was similar to the week before when Salford played Wigan because a lot of them points came from penalty kicks. Mm. But Salford have um, Salford have, have picked up a little bit. I mean, they looked in real trouble with Lee at one point earlier in the season. And mm. um, Richard Marshall, I think, must be relieved. And, and, and I think that, I don't know whether fans are coming round to him or I'm not um, sure. It's difficult for I think it's difficult for him after the success that Salford have had over the last couple of years. Yeah. And it probably made more difficult by the fact that obviously they lose players, don't they? And then there's all this sort of controversy around the ground and are they gonna be at their own ground? And then the the, the academy stuff affected them as well when they didn't get the elite academy. Yeah. So it's probably been a, he's probably done really well when you sort of delve into it and look at what's happened around Salford um and Super League this season. He's probably done a really good job. He's had a number of issues to juggle, I think, hasn't he? Yeah. And you know, I hope for him and and for Salford um because I wouldn't want to see them do all that good work over the last two or three years, make a grand final, challenge cup final, um, some big results in the league to just sort of disappear. Well, we've said before, haven't we, if they disappeared from Super League, you won't see them again. Disappear. Yeah. Um, so I hope that that the you know they can carry on and they can you know sort of. I feel like they're going through their rebuild. Yeah. Um, you know, after losing Ian Watson as well, and and they, and they're always going to lose players. So oh, yeah. you've always so teams like if you like Salford, even like Wakefield to a certain um, to a, to a certain degree, that sort of thing, they always seem to be going through a constant rebuild because they have to because bigger teams come in and pluck the players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Cass. In fact, we've said it about Cass and the players that they've lost, and now they've managed to um, stay up as as high as they have done is um, a bit of a miracle, really. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So that takes us through Super League. There was quite—I thought it was a really entertaining week, to be honest. On the whole, I agree. Brilliant. I agree. Probably the best week of, of rugby league that I think we've had all season, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. No, I agree. I I thought it was really entertaining. I enjoyed watching, you know, a lot of the highlights and the games that were on Sky. I really enjoyed. So, yeah. and it should get even better this week. So let's let's hope for that. Yes, it should be um, one of the best weekends in rugby league for a long time. I think. And on that. Super positive note. I think it's time for this. Don't worry, I've not pressed the wrong button. Uh, we just decided to change Bobby's um, <laughs> intro this week. Bobby, do you want to tell us why? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we've had to... I'll tell them. Don't worry, Bobby, I'll tell them. Um, Yeah. Uh, Obviously, we usually record on a a Tuesday evening, don't we? 
Yeah. Um, but this week, Bobby told us that we couldn't record on a Tuesday evening um, because he needed cover at work um, because he was going watching uh, Dirty Dancing. The stage show. The stage show. Um, Not with Patrick Swayze, though. No, no, Patrick Swayze. Unless he came back as the ghost. Yeah. Bobby, did he? I can confirm he did not. (laughs) So, yeah, so did you have a nice time watching Dirty Dancing, uh, the stage show? Do you know what? It was okay, actually. Yeah, I did. Well, that's good. We just thought we'd uh, play around with your um, uh, your intro music. I, I... Appreciate it. <laughs> sure you do. Okay. <laughs> right, can I, Bobby. Can I, have the, can I have the original back next week? Depends. Possibly. Depends where you go. <laughs> uh, right, Bobby. Stats. How many have you got for us this week? I've got five this week. Three from the NRL, two from Super League. Excellent. Hit me with the first one. Okay. Uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs became the first NRL side to score 30 plus, 30 plus points and win in eight consecutive matches. That's impressive. Wow. Wow. That's impressive, isn't it? Very impressive. Grand final team? Possibly. Mm. I like that. I like that one. Go on, let's go. Okay. Uh Dale Copley uh, uh, for the Sydney Roosters scored and won against the Broncos on Friday night. Dale has only won two games this season. His other playing for the Broncos against the Roosters in which he also scored in. (laughs) I like that one as well. Very good. That's good, that. Well done, Dale. On your two wins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my third one is Ryan Matteson was sent off for the Paramount Eels on Saturday against Manly the last player to receive a red card for the Eels was 15 years ago in 2006 when Fui Fui Moi Moi was shown a red card, which also happened to be against Manly. No way. Excellent. And that, surely that still is the greatest name for a player ever. Fooey, fooey, my, my. Yeah. <laughs> still going, isn't he? I think he was at Rochdale, wasn't he? Fooey, fooey, my, my. like 40 odd or something, isn't he? Yeah. Excellent. What do you think his family call him when he's at home? Fooey. Fooey. Hong Kong, fooey. I don't know. But, yeah, what a great name. I love it. Okay, next. Uh, Cattleford Tigers uh, beat St. Helens for the first time in the league since October 1990. Yep. It was also Cattleford's first try at Saints Ground in three years. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. Very good. Yeah, very good. Is that the lot? Was that five? Uh, no, we've got one more. Oh, one more. Okay, then, let's one go. One more. Um, Hull KR have completed the double over Wigan for the first time in 37 years. They did it back in 1984, where they actually went on to win the league title. 
Could be a good omen for Hulk IR. Could be. It's got worth a round of applause, that Callum, surely. Yeah, that well was done. for all KR, not for you, Bobby. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it could have been at the end of the stage show. Yeah. <laughs> so, well done. So, is that it then? That's it. That's all five. Excellent. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for that, Bobby. Listen, uh, we appreciate uh, the effort you put in with your stats, and uh, we hope you enjoy Glee the musical this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, excellent. Thank you for that. No worries, have a good show, guys. See you later. Thank you, Bobby. Anyway, that was... It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Very good, they were good then this week. Yeah. Must have been um, inspired by uh, Patrick Swayze. (laughs) But no, Did he like rugby league, like John Cena? Yeah, he might have done. We'll never know, because he'll never follow us on Twitter. A bit harsh. Well, he won't, will he? No, that's true. That's true. Where are we up to? A um, couple of bits of news. Um, we mentioned some in um, just the, the, the rounds and stuff. Uh, just a couple of ones we've missed out. Um, Luke Gale is also out for the season. Uh, for Leeds, um, could that be his last game in a Leeds shirt? I think so. Um, they're now talking about Conrad, Conrad Hurrell having a foot injury that could see him out for the rest of the season as well. A um, couple of new deals. Adam Milner signed a new deal at Cass. Uh, Reese Lynn has signed a new deal at Wakefield. And Wakefield um, have had a busy week because they've also signed for next season Tom Lynham and Liam Hood. Yes, they have, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Just on those um, injuries, season-ending injuries, is it one of those coincidences or is it one of those things where you say, well, because of the the amount of games that people have played or not played or the way that the fixtures have been with, with less rest... Maybe I come into it. Yeah, possibly because I've never quite seen as many. He's out for the season type injuries. Yeah, unless that's just the way the game is now. If it's Maybe. so physical and so strong, um, the oh, oh the other signing, Jake Connor signs a new contract at Hull to keep him at Hull, um, but it received a tremendous amount of stick online. Did you see it? I didn't see it uh, until you'd shown me the graphic earlier on before we... Uh, I was going to point out that it's not Jake Connors and a new contract that's got loads of stick. It was it was announced through uh, Sky Sports Rugby League on Twitter. They said they had breaking news and it was coming up uh, or whatever, what Sky Sports News. But then they, they announced it on the Twitter page um, that he had signed a new deal and the graphic that they had used looked like it had been done on... Microsoft Paint by some sort of GCSE student. It was ridiculous. It was so poor. Just it would just look amateurish. <laughs> I put some effort in. Do you know what I mean? But on a on a similar vein, um, as in graphic, social media, etc. Have we got a Instagram update? Yes, I have actually. Ooh. Um. So the last post. 
um, on on Sky Sports main Instagram page was the fight between uh, uh, Wigan, uh, the Singleton and Jack Ashworth fight. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, yeah, sorry, that was the last one. That was a few weeks back. And do you know what the last one is now? Well, there was a bit of push and shove in the uh, Wigan and um, old Kayagin because didn't Liam Farrell get simbined? Yeah. So I'll guess that then. Right. Uh, no, you're wrong. Do you, know, do you want to know what it was? Go on. It was the uh, Brad Singleton and Jack Ashworth fight. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely going to be another fight on after Rivals Week. Yeah, you would have thought so. Um, just a couple of other bits um sad news coming from uh Cronulla Sharks that um uh, that Fafita Andrew Fafita um had to be put into an induced coma because I saw he that, yeah. fractured his larynx I think it was. Yeah, he was having an operation I think yeah. yesterday wasn't he or something. Yeah. But they said he's come through it okay. Good. Um Good. Obviously, he'll miss the rest of the season, but uh, I think it was a bit scary for a while there. It must put a question mark on his career as well, I would think. But yeah, possibly. And um, you know, they were saying I think he he was making a tackle against David Clemmer and, and copped a bit of a forearm. Um, but the tackle itself looked in, innocuous, really. But um, uh, you know, the good news is he's come through that okay, and he's, he's going to be okay. Didn't didn't David Lockyer's voice end up like because of a knock in the throat? Yeah. There's a video on YouTube of him talking before that injury, and it's weird. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, he just sounds normal. In like chewing on gravel, yeah. Right. Um, and I think the last bit of news, um, I think you're going to talk about, aren't you? To do with uh, the National TV Awards. Yeah, there's been a campaign this week um, uh, for the. Uh, do you remember the Rob, Rob Burrow documentary, My Year with MND? Yes. Uh, that was on earlier in the year. Well, it's been shortlisted uh, for the Documentary Award at this year's National Television Awards. Excellent. Um, and there's been a bit of a a campaign to, you know, to, to throw, as a rugby league fan, to throw your support behind that by voting for the, the documentary to win the award. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, um, look it up. National Television Awards, there's online voting and you can uh, yeah, and you can vote in numbers. For that, and let's hope that uh, let let's hope that gets uh, Rob uh, over the line for that award. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so that's uh, my year with MND National Television Awards. Right, um, I think that's everything for me. Unless you've got anything, I haven't actually. I think the stuff that we've spoke about we're either coming to the uh, in the new uh, in the uh, reviews. So um, uh, we shall push on. I think with the uh, the NRL. NRL and um, are we friends with the NRL again yet? It's just more of a we've started it, so we're going to have to do it. Yeah, okay. Um, so uh, I want to start with the Sharks fourteen night sixteen. Yeah, what did you make of that? Um, it, to be honest, it was it was all right. It was quite a good game. There was a, there was quite a funny moment um, where the. I can't remember which team it was. I think it was the 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 Knights winger um, was running down the touchline and like really sort of you know anyway the 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 opposition catch up with him, tackle him. He's not into touch, but this winger 
has a rat tail. Oh, I did see that bit. And they put, they literally pick his rat tail up and, and put, put his rat on tail line. on the line. The touchy puts his flag oh, up. I did see that. And the referee goes, well, it's part of his body, so he's in touch. He's in touch. His rat tail. I did see that. <laughs> he was right next to the line and they did. They just went, uh, uh, and picked it up, didn't they? I did see that. That was the funniest thing I've seen on a pitch Oh, for a my long God, time. I couldn't stop. That was couldn't absolutely stop. brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, but apart from that, uh, I just didn't. I, I didn't really see anything of note apart from the the Fafita I, injury. I, I did see that because we had it on at work. We had it on in the uh, in the shop at work. Yeah, and I, I rewound it to uh, to show somebody who works with us, but he was less than impressed. Whereas I thought it was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> he didn't get it. Did he not? Oh, dear. brilliant. Yeah, I know. I think that um, that was fantastic. So the Knights still pushing though for that, and that's a big win in that that shout for seventh and eighth. Yeah, definitely, because the Sharks are in and around that, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, not that it's going to make any difference whatsoever. But no, extend the season by a week. Yeah, certainly not the um, not, certainly not a match for the top four. So no, not um, at it's all. not going to make a difference. I don't think. But yeah, but that's a big win in that because it's a big thing over there to make the finals isn't it to make the yeah it's huge isn't it you know it's like um it, you can compare it to like uh america when they had the basketballs they make the playoffs of the, the, mm. the these classes as a the classic as a winning season don't they if they make you know uh, in america they do yeah, yeah. In america. it's a similar thing really so yeah you know, no it definitely is yeah um yeah they class a winning season or anything more than 50% yeah yeah because they play about a million games that's right Go on, Hull, you can still do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're bang on 50% Hull now. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, they are, so yeah. With Leeds, which I didn't understand this. Can you explain to me this, the league table, where if you've got the same win percentage, how you're above? Because if you've played different games, then you can have different points difference, if that makes sense. Yeah. But then they've got this thing where the points difference is like there's something point something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand that point percentage thing. I don't get that. No, I don't know. I haven't got a clue. No, it first come to me attention when I had a tour around a school and there was this janitor um, and he was like solving puzzles on a blackboard. Was he? Yeah. Is that Goodwill Hunting? It's not Goodwill Hunting. No. Sounds a lot like Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I just don't get it. No. Um, uh, Goodwin... Uh, three in a row for the Warriors. Yeah, since uh, since Nathan Brown said, "Well, no, we can't even make the finals now," which which they can't, but they've then had three wins in a row, twenty four ten against the Bulldogs. Yeah, um, they've had two narrow wins. The last two have been really narrow. I think they won by two points, and then they've they've done this. Although, what I would say, I did watch a bit of this, and I did think that the the bigger teams, the the better team, should I say? Um, would have probably put about fifty on the bulldogs on this showing. Yeah, they're they're already looking. They've been looking at next year since round three. The bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's not really a lot else to say about that one, really. Um, the one, the other one that was a nothing game, if you like, was the cowboys who've gone right off the boil. Mm. Um, losing twenty four sixteen at home to the tigers. Um, but this was just a, did you see any of this one I couldn't tell who was who 
Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think the, the Tigers class. won. It could have been the Cowboys that won 24-16. But Both wearing purple. What's that about? I don't know. Did the NRA, did they not discuss? At least wear different coloured shorts or something. I mean, we're guilty of that over here as well. Yeah, but not as much as over there. No, that's right. Bit like the bunnies awake it with the money that they have and stuff that the you know the teams have and the league has and all that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they can afford different colours. You know, like the red and green awake it. Yeah. Instead of the green and red home okay. kit. Yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, well, this one though, there's the um, the finish to the game because I think the Tigers were twenty four six up. Yeah. With about seven minutes to go. Yeah, that's then it right. became twenty four twelve. Then with about three minutes to go, became twenty four sixteen. Mm. But then Valentine Holmes missed the kick. Well, yeah, they went for two, didn't they, to make it 24-18 and after, have a shot. After that they did, yeah. yeah. So they went 24-16 and then he... Oh, in the, yeah, the one, the try, yeah, they had a prior one. Which yeah. went, they would have had three minutes two. to there. Yeah. But then they got a penalty and decided to go for two, so it made it a six-point game after that. Yeah, that's And he hit right. the post, didn't he? There was 20 seconds to go and he... He, he would have stopped the, the clock if they'd have gone through. The, the thing was, they weren't prepared for it. It took him ages to get the tee on. Like They were rushing the kick because the clock was running down. It's no wonder he missed it, no. but... I don't well, think he's the best kicker in the world. Well, I, anyway, I was going to say. I mean, it looks to me like you should never trust someone without a mullet to take them sort of important kicks. Yeah, look at me, mullet, fantastic kicker. Exactly. But am I right in thinking that on the next game, Seagulls fifty-six, the Eels ten? Am I right in thinking that Clint Gutherson's mullet's gone? Yeah, it's completely gone. He, he, How do you feel about that? No, he didn't have a mullet. I thought he did. No, he had that. Ponytail thing. Oh. Yeah, he did. I was yeah. getting mixed up. Yeah. Because there's a lot of mullets going on. Yeah. Mine's the best. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll still move on to the Seagulls. 56-10. I think Turbo Tom cemented his place as world's best player for me. I just thought he was excellent. But now, he's out. He's fractured his cheekbone, hasn't he? Mm. Which he'd say he might not be back until the finals. So Manly probably won't win a game now until the finals, and then he'll come back. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't know who they've got, but you'd think they'd have enough, to, you know, the form that they've been on to, to 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 get a win or a couple of wins in what's left, four games, something like that. Yeah. Um, but I thought Manly's wingers were excellent. Yeah. thought they had class games. Saab and um, Garrick. Yeah. Thought they thought they were both excellent. He's not good, that Garrett. Oh, is he the centre? Uh, he has played on the wing, though. Yeah, it wasn't him, though. It was the other one. All oh, right, okay. Um, Bobby mentioned in his stats, didn't he, about the sending off? Was it uh, was it Matt Mattison? Ryan Mattison, yeah. Uh, it looked like they they're thinking he's out for um quite going to be out for quite a lengthy spell. Oh no, it was um, Garrett. Sorry, was it? Yeah. Uh, he looks like he's going to be out for a lengthy spell. After the uh, after the high tackle on, um, uh, I can't remember who it was on, but he, he it was a bit of a, a a bit of a nasty one. They thought, yeah, um, yes, sixty second minute on it, yeah. Um, I mean, it was just I think you see him all the time, but I think they they get high, they've been highlighted more. In this season, over here and over there, with with everything that's that's happened, but um, they were they were well gone by then anyway, weren't they? And well, if the final started tomorrow and you were you were a team in the finals, you'd be 
you'd be wanting to play the Eels at the moment. That's four defeats on the trot for them. Well, I mean, looking at the... the and three big ones. If the top eight stays as it stands, Storm, Panthers, Rabbitohs, Roosters, Seagulls, Eels, Knights and Titans, I think... Any... any uh, yeah, you're probably right. I think apart from maybe the Titans... Whoa... Although, what the Titans can turn up on the day. Oh, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. The Knights, maybe the weakest out of them. And then the Eels. Yeah. I it mean, depends they were, what Titans was, turn up. I mean, they were playing 13 against 11 in this game. At I one was point. just going to say, yeah, 13, 13 v 11, wasn't it? Um, so it's no wonder, I think, after the, the, the Madison. But. Try they ran in one, two, three, four more tries. Uh, they've got problems though because that's three heavy defeats on the trot. Yeah, three heavy defeats. But I read something this week. Did you read something about the the rumours that all the players have fell out? No, I didn't see that. No. Well, they've had four defeats on the trot, which which coincides with the um, the players' wives and families being able to. Um, stay with the players in the in a bubble, mm-hmm. and apparently the the bubble um, they they couldn't how, how can I, how can I put it on here? Oh, the the rooms were allocated mm-hmm. on the standing of the squad. So the better player you are, the bigger room you got. <laughs> right. So. This is and apparently this is why they've all fell out. So right. so what they had was was players with a wife and two or three kids staying in some little box room somewhere. Yeah. Whereas if you're a big player but you're on your own, well that's alright because you've got some sort of suite to yourself. <laughs> so apparently they've all apparently they've all fell out because the fam some of the families are, are in these like little 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 rooms, mm. and some of the some of the single players have got like big rooms wow. because. Well, why have you got a big room? Because I'm a better player than you. Yeah, be better. Yeah, that's it. Wow, I've got six kids, and we're in a, we're in a, we're in a bed set. <laughs> Play better. Yeah, we're not we're not bothered, but you're going at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so apparently they've all, they've all fell out over it because then the other players wouldn't change rooms. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> So and they haven't won a game since. Musical rooms. Yeah. Funny how these things always sort of surface when teams have got on a a losing run, isn't it? Mm. You don't hear any, you don't hear anything about the storm, do you? No. Like who who have made it? Eighteen wins on the trot. Yeah. Uh with their win against the Raiders twenty six sixteen. Although they were pushed a little bit in this and game. They were pushed. They were pushed. Um I think they, they had a bit of a spell where they ran away with it slightly. Um, and built up a lead, but the Raiders like they were twenty four up, um, and then the the, the Raiders uh, come, come back. Um, was it twenty sixteen at one point? Yeah, Brandon Smith backing himself another try. Yeah, um, yeah, from dumb, straight from dummy half. The Storm yeah. don't seem to be have been as clinical the last few weeks. I Although I've been said that they played the Sea Eagles, who were playing well, and I wonder if they're on a bit of autopilot. Mm. But they will miss Jerome Hughes because that was um, yeah, that was a nasty, a horror hit, wasn't it, on him? Yeah, nasty tackle that. 
completely wiped him out. Yeah. I don't think he knew where he was. So um that'll be interesting to see how they go without without him. Yeah. I mean, I suppose in one way you said the same when, when Pappenhausen was out and they brought Nico Hines in and there's no there's no difference, is there? No, I mean I don't I ain't got a clue who they've got coming in or what they're gonna do or who's gonna play seven now, so we'll wait no. and see, but I'm sure they'll find a way. But he he, he will be a big loss. Yeah. Um, the only th- thing I thought in this game was it was in the Raiders point of view was Whiten to Simonson three times and a hat trick yeah Simonson got himself a hat trick yeah. yeah Whiten actually had a good the, the first one was an excellent pass yeah um, especially but yeah um, Raiders obviously picked up a bit of fall I think they've had a bit of a tough run haven't they um, last few weeks but I'm not convinced they're going to make the eight. No, I'm not either. Not with the games that, that teams around them look to have. I think teams have got an easier run in, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but one team that are on the up, and we say it every week, Rabbitohs 36, Titans 6. Um, and the Titans have won my wet paper towel defence <laughs> of the week award because some of the tries they let in were just shocking. And this was like the Latrell Mitchell show, this game. Yeah. Um, he's the strong kind of fat in it, <laughs> like, <laughs> as opposed to what? Just the fat kind, kind of, of fat. fat. Yeah, the plump, just the fat. slow kind of fat. Yeah, he's the strong. He's the strong kind of fat. Break after break, offloads, little flick passes, you name it. He had it. He had it all, didn't he? In this game, Mitchell. yeah, he was excellent. Ran the show for uh, for the bunnies. Yeah. Um, Cody yeah. Walker as well is involved in everything. Yeah, he's a great player, isn't he? Yeah, and and doesn't get a lot of the um, plaudits. Doesn't get a lot of headlines. No, outside of the the rabbit camp. Yeah. Generally, you know, you generally they're talking about your clearies, your monsters, this, that, and mm. the other. Um, he doesn't. He sort of goes under and, the and radar. Reynolds. A bit. And, and Reynolds, the, the Walker Reynolds partnership has probably been I think the best all season. And I think probably the whole Bunnies team has gone a little bit under the radar this year. And yet they're, sitting they're second right, in the league, right up there, mm. right up there. Um, and I do think if Alex Johnson had been playing, he'd have probably had thirty plus tries by now. Well, Josh Mansour, who replaced him on that wing, he got he got another two. It has still been in that. Remember with the stat we had a few weeks ago about him getting two tries every week? Yeah. It has still been doing that. Mansour's got yeah. two doubles, I think, the last two weeks. He'd have, definitely, he'd have had 30-plus tries by now, Johnson, if he'd have been playing. Yeah, absolutely. That left, that left attacking edge of the Bunnies is, is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Virtually impossible to and stop. And they kept the Titans scoreless till 65 minutes as well. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about their defence. I know it's probably not the most threatening attack, but to keep somebody scoreless for 65 minutes is... is Pretty good, really. Yeah, so they 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 they're in with a shout, aren't they? Yeah, really interesting year in the NRL this year, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, but um, sticking with Sydney, um, Broncos twenty, Sydney Roosters twenty one. What a game that was! Yeah, game of the round, I think. Yeah. Um, the only thing there's a, there's a couple of points on this. I think it was a really Strange finish, wasn't it? Because the Broncos went drop goal to go nineteen eighteen. The Roosters. No, sorry, the Roosters. They got the nineteen eighteen. Then the Broncos got a penalty, didn't they? Yeah. Which I didn't think was a penalty. Which penalty was that? That was the one where was it on Albert Kelly? Where? Oh yeah. He went for the drop goal. Yeah, and he. he I mean, what are you supposed to do? Let him 
Let him I don't take know, the but they've had that rule, haven't they, for quite a while in the NRL now, where if you hit the standing leg of the kicker... Yeah, true. I, I, know. I know, but I think it's just the desperation of trying to get there. Yeah. It's not foul play, it's just the desperation. He slid, slid in yeah. at the angle he's coming running at. Yeah. It's not an attempt to take his sliding leg out. Some of these rules... And he's had the kick and missed it. Some of these rules... like Obviously, there's a, there's a difference between that and trying to stop the ball and hitting his leg and going for his leg. And foul play. Yeah. And I think some of these rules are no... And I know it's there to protect players and stuff, but things, you have to look at the sport and go, well, if you don't want to, if you don't want that to happen, don't play. Yeah. That's right. And But then there was time for further drama because if that wasn't a penalty... Yeah then I didn't think the Roosters won. The match-winning one was a penalty either because it's just a loose carry. I just had a problem with... He, he's, making a, he's not trying to knock the ball out. He's making a tackle. So he's two on one. He said it was high tackle, didn't they? Or was it high tackle? I think so, yeah. Oh, I thought he got it. I didn't no, even... they said it was a high tackle. I oh, think. well, I, I watched that one. I watched, either way. I, watched that, I was watching that without the commentary on. Mm. And I thought he'd, he'd gone in to knock the ball out. My but, issue with it... Well, I, that's, even, that's even more surprising then, yeah. to be honest. My issue with it was that it was a captain's challenge. And I'm like, should you be able to captain challenge that? No, I thought... Because then they knocked yeah. on, I think. They, they knocked yeah. on after that, and they went, well, we want to challenge that. And well, that, it's like... That's what or I they, thought. Or they challenged the knock-on, but picked it up. Well, that's what I thought captain's challenges were for. Like, yeah, but, losing the ball, yeah, yeah. knock-ons... Was it stripped? Like, yeah. To me, that's a that's a that's is he a, offside? Like, you know, you know like um, I don't know how, how would you put it, like a technical decision or yeah, like a more of a rook infringement type yeah. stuff. I, I mean, if the, if the referees give a penalty, he's deemed it a high tackle. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. You, if you are then allowed to challenge what the referee has deemed an okay, you're just taking all authority away from the referee. And they've only challenged that because they haven't used it in the yeah, and they were desperate to get. So they've, to win. They've, they've saved it. Yeah. For some, you know. But no, I agree. I'm not, I, I don't think you should be able to challenge that because I just think, well, what's the point in having a referee then? Yeah. And then, um, finally, Panthers um, beating the Dragons 34-16. Um, oh, sorry, just on that, on that last one, before we finish on the Broncos and the Roosters, why is James Tedesco allowed to play with blood on his shirt for the majority of the game? I I thought that I I thought there was a big rule about how they had to, yeah. to change the shirt. His Definitely. mouth didn't stop bleeding either. I don't think so, so. I don't know whether he changed his shirt and it carried on bleeding, but his even, mouth looked like it was bleeding so for if like, that's the case, sixty minutes. Right. Well, if that's the case, then he has to go off then, doesn't he? If you can't stem the bleeding, I thought they would have done. Different rules for different players sometimes, and different teams. They've always said that if you play for the Roosters, you're more protected. Yeah. I've heard that loads, um, but they were quite. I was, I was quite strict on the on this the blood issue. Now, yeah, yeah. But he's got it all down his shirt and everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's all. Anyway, finally, uh, Panthers thirty four, Dragons sixteen. Big talking point in this one uh, was the, and again we're going back to the big player getting the benefit of his decision. The Nathan Cleary shoulder charge. Yeah. I just thought it was a clear shoulder charge. There was no arm there whatsoever. And it forced the knock on, didn't it? I think. Yeah, they should have used the captain's challenge. I was just going to say, that, that's what you should captain's challenge. Like, well, I didn't knock on, like his shoulder charged me. I mean, he did knock on, but that's why I knocked on, because his shoulder charged me. But then there's no... There's no, there's, not, oh, there's nothing from that either. I there's saw, no case to answer. I saw little bits that. about it. 
nothing really from the media. It was more fans on um, social media saying, well, oh, Golden Boy would be protected mm. and that. And Gus Gould was like, uh, incorrect. <laughs> Shut up, not bothered, you. Pipe down, Gus. Fat ass. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, no. The I mean, but there's been no action, no disciplinary action, has there? No, I was really surprised at that. I thought it was clear, one of the, one of the most clear ones that I've seen. Um, but you know, he comes back and they score thirty four points. They've been a bit off the boil, haven't they? Since he, you know, been out and we were talking about Tom Trevojevic and uh, you know how much impact does one player have on the team? Well, will he? Does he have a bigger impact on the Panthers than Trevojevic does on the Sea Eagles? Definitely, I think when he's been out, they struggled, didn't they, big time? Yeah, they did. So, um, yeah. but they, they look like they found you know they might be getting the mojo back now. Yeah, 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 definitely. Interesting times, I think, in the NRL. Yeah. So, um. Are we on to Rivals Round? We are on to Rivals Round. And we're back to the Super League and we're back to Rivals Round because some fascinating games this weekend. There is, and it... I'm going to give you a choice now on this, right? We're going to start off with the biggest derby. Right, okay. So are you starting with... Well, I think uh, Saints will win by 12. <laughs> so... so is Saints and Wigan bigger derby than Hull and Hull KR? Yeah. Okay, so you can start with that one. No, there's no... Sauce Hull. Yeah, there's no discussion about it. Yeah. Okay. And you? I think that I think Saints and Wigan's a bigger game. Yeah. I was going to say, don't try and, you know, feed me to the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> to the Hull Lions. I'm dragging you down with me. <laughs> Throw me under that bus. <laughs> I've reversed as well. Yeah. <laughs> Now, where do you want to start then? Do you want to start with Wigan and Saints anyway? We might as well have brought it up now. Okay. Um, I would... I think I'd be worried if I was a Wigan fan. But because? then I th- Because I think... Generally, or... Well, yeah. But especially this week. Because I think that if you aren't... Because obviously we, we, we try and, and be impartial for everything, don't we? And we see lots of different views and stuff on social media. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems to be that if you aren't a Saints fan, Saints are the most dominant force in the league. And they have been for the last two, three years. I know they're not top, but they, they're, you know, they're still up there. They've won the Challenge Cup this year and they seem to be putting a lot of points past people. But then when you flip that coin over and you look at it from a Saints point of view, it's like we're crap and we can't, you know, with the attacks rubbish and stuff. So I mm. think if you're a Wigan fan, you're worried. But I also think that the Saints camp will probably be thinking it's going to be close. Yeah, and also bearing in mind what we've talked about with Wigan's game plan, if you like, about getting the game wide. You know, yeah. like that for, for Marshall. Uh, there'll be no Tommy Makinson there. No. No. So I don't know what they're going to do, whether they shift Nagama uh, to the wing and put... Uh, whether they bring Josh Sim through or they put Mitautia in at centre. And, and did, did Grace play against Castleford? No, the, he said he had a um, shoulder knock. So will he but be he, back? He's back, yeah. Is he's he in right? the squad. Okay. They announced the squads before we started. Um that's so, um but no I think it could be a really good game. Um and I think it might be a close one. Yep. Uh, I know I know Wigan aren't winning but the home not. advantage as well. Yeah, and crowds the, back. The crowd will be rocking for that I would think, wouldn't they? Yeah. 
But, you know, I know they've not really had as many wins as they'd like and probably not playing the way they wanted, but they don't get battered. No, no. So where, where's your um, where's your money going on this one? Then? I think Saints, but by eight. Closer than people expect. Yeah, I think so. Another place where the, the, um, the crowd will be rocking uh, is at Hull. Mm. Although they've had they've had some um, um, news that parts of the ground won't be open, haven't we? No, because they, they, they can't Hull get care. the staff or something. I yeah, think which problems is... with the stewards, the company that they use for the stewards or something. Yeah, and I think it's the owners of the stadium that are... I don't think, from what I can gather on social media, that that, um, that relationship isn't that great, is it? Is it, is yeah. it one of those where the, where the stadium's more primed towards the football team than it is for the rugby league. Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah. Um, Which is, I hate that. Yeah, I hate it. Um, but where's, in the game, where, where's the keys for this one then? Um, I think uh, the Satai Vete matchup looks excellent. That looks tasty. Chris Satai versus Albert Vete. Mm. Um, that looks like it could be a real, real matchup. Um, Sounds like some sort of menu dish, that doesn't it? Satay vete, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I think the 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 packs are, are massive in this one, and I think Hull are always sort of known for having a big pack as well, um, and they have a lot of. They seem to have a lot of Pacific Islanders, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, they do. Yeah, I thought you said specific islanders. Then. That's what I was laughing. <laughs> I know. I thought you said specific islanders. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's easy in this one. It's it's probably easy to say that. Well, Hull have not been playing very well. Hull care. Everyone's like giving them massive plaudits about things, and they'll throw the ball about. And you know, it's not as simple as that, is it? No, no, not at all. And Brett Hodgson will have the uh, the black and whites fired up. Yes, and also uh, the Hull chairman. Um, oh yeah, he's yeah he's he's, been he's ramping stoked, it up, uh, hasn't he? he he he's put the old um, uh, press release on the Hull KR dressing room wall, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Um, what did he say? Was it uh, was it was it Adam Pearson? Is that, is that, yeah, Adam yeah. Pearson. Sorry, yeah. Um, he said, "Let me find it now." Uh, we're watching all the noises coming out of Hull KR. They think they're going to win the grand final and they're running away with it. Yeah. He's ramping it up, isn't he? Isn't it, yeah. They're running away from them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that's like... It's a good way of selling tickets. Oh, yeah. But I'm not quite sure it's it a great... It should be coming from your chairman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... I'm not quite sure it's a great comment when you think the forms that both the teams have been in. No. But anyway, I like, but I like the passion though. I like that sort oh, yeah. of like we hate them type of thing. I like that. Absolutely, I can get, I can get right behind that. Absolutely. Um, Castleford Wakefield. Yeah, that could be interesting. Obviously, Castle be on a high and from winning at Saints for the like, for the first time in thirty years, and then obviously beat Warrington the week before that. So if you're thinking they can beat them too, they can carry it into a third. They, they should have no problem against Wakefield, but. You know, Wakefield coming off a big win against um, Warrington. 
losing, we you know said last week that losing the coach the next few weeks, the teams always seem to perform better, don't they? So, I, yeah, I th- I think I'd go with Cass on this one, just on the basis really that you, you know that what we talked about before with the Dowell Powell, we've got to win these six games, mm. and you know, and I think that they'll have the the view of. Uh, it's, it's no good beating Leeds and then uh, sorry Warrington and then Saints yeah. if we can't follow that up yeah against Wakefield yeah and I think that's important for them to do that yeah and um, I think they know they, they seem to have some sort of steely determination don't they to do that so yeah so I my I think uh, I would I would go with Cass and I think I would go quite comfortably as well to be honest yeah uh, big derby then Warrington v Catalan. Yeah, age old rivalry. Yeah, right. Just on that before we go. So you've got Warrington Catalan, right? You've got Lee v Salford. Yeah, right. Is Lee not closer to Warrington than Salford? Uh-huh. And Salford closer and Salford to closer Catalan. to Catalan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Unless the thinking there is that you get two better. Closer contested games, probably, by having those two in. Or oh, it's turned out that way anyway, because then they think because the Warrington Catalan game looks a right prospect, yeah. like it looks really like yeah. it could be a really good game. So rivals round next year would be Warrington and Salford and Catalan versus Toulouse. Hopefully, that's yeah. Mm. Anyway, Warrington, Warrington, Catalan. That's um, yeah. Warrington will, will want to really bounce back, won't they? Um, needing, needing to because they don't want to lose ground behind the top two, but also, depending what happens in the Wigan Saints game, they don't want that gap closing for that third and fourth slot, do they? No. Um, but Catalan with the players back have, uh, just keep winning, don't they? Um, although the last time these two teams met, Warrington come away with the, the spoils, didn't they? So... There's only um, Warrington and Saints that have beat Catalan this year, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, so tough one to predict, though, I think. Definitely. I think you'd have to stay safe and probably go with Catalan, I think. Um, just because of the way they've been playing and they are top of the league and the top of the league for a reason. Warrington coming off a couple of losses as well, so I suppose it all comes down to who's in what squad and who's available. Yeah, true. Um, so you mentioned Lee and Salford. Lee and Salford up next. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of Lee's best chance to win a game, isn't it, during the season? But um, will it happen? No. No. Salford by 18 or something like that. Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, if they can't win this, I don't think they'll win one. No. Are they, are they actually down now, sort of mathematically down? Um, I'm not I'm not sure they are, are they? I think it depends no, on the number of games been, that people um, play and stuff. A big deal it? made of that if they were... Would have been would have been on the Instagram, Sky Sports Instagram, that. Yeah, would have been. Obviously preceded by a fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't think that Lee will... Um, I, I can't see them winning a game. No, I can't. Um, and then, lastly, even though it's the first game of the rivals round, uh, Leeds v Huddersfield, and not the game that it's probably would have been 
over the last few years, really. No. Because both teams would have been pushing there and there would have been a lot more riding on it, I think. Yeah, Uddersfield seem to just be playing with a lot of academy players at the minute, don't they, for, for one reason or the other, and Leeds seem to be on the up a bit now. I can see this one being a bit of a blowout, to be honest. I can see this being a bit of a blowout. Well, I hope it's not, obviously, but... I think it is. I think Huddersfield are really struggling. Yeah. I think they've given up on the season now. Yeah. Um, and Leeds are really trying to press uh, for that sixth place, perhaps even more. Yeah. Um, so, and I think they've got to, obviously got to stay in front of um, Hull and got to stay in front of Castleford. Yeah. Um, so I think that's... I, I can I can see Leeds really running away with it. I, in fact, I can see them running by sort of like you know, thirty four points. And I can so it's you know that sort of like forty four ten type of scoreline. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that's not the case. Huddersfield have been quite good over the last couple of weeks. They've, I know they lost to Salford, but they had a couple of good wins before that. They seem to have been in tight games, and hopefully it's another tight game. But yeah, um, yeah. I could like you said, I could see this being a bit one sided. Yeah. I no doubt this bit will be clipped out in the future on some sort of rubbish predictions show. By you, um, probably by me. To be honest, yeah, yeah. I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the last game arrival round, and that's the end of the podcast. Yes, I'm so looking forward to this weekend with all these different games. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. And like I said, I think we should really make a big deal of this rivals round, and then other other rounds if you like and really sort of put them in yeah so um and hopefully yeah hopefully if you're listening you'll be getting to a game this weekend if you do well best of luck for your team because it's uh it's a big it's a big weekend definitely especially if you're warrington or catalan fan yes you want bragging rights going into work there don't you Definitely. Uh, right, I think that just about does it for us tonight. If you've stayed with us, thank you very much for listening. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Loose Forward Pod. Um, if you're going to a match, stay safe and enjoy it. Um, that's goodbye from me. And don't forget, we've had lots of questions of the week. So uh, join in those on Twitter. And it's goodbye from me. 